everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hey, JJ, did you get that LinkedIn video that I sent you, the Simon Sinek one? Oh, yeah. Sure did. I love Simon the, Sinek. Like, I know. I, like I know. everything awesome. he says is so thought-provoking. I know. So I sent you a quick link. It was like a two-minute blip um, yep. on four generations in the workforce. Yep. And I just wanted to get your thoughts. Well, I think it's really interesting. I love talking about generational mm-hmm. differences. Me too. You're not... I, I not to just in a comparing way, although you know that's like a fun party trick. Yeah. Um. But really, like how? Used to be. What, what's that? It used to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is it becoming not because you're edging towards the edge of that gen- <laughs> scale? Is that what you're oh. saying? I'm not. I'm confused at what you're oh, implying. Oh, that was a hit. <laughs> Oh, it's a hit. No, I mean, people are getting so amped up about the conversation. I mean, everybody's been talking about younger generations, older gen for a really long time, right? Forever. But for, I know. For the history of humanity. It's getting way more amped up, though. People are getting grumpy, like straight up grumpy. That that Simon Sinek video I posted on my LinkedIn and um, and then just out of curiosity, I went back and looked at it last night mm. to see. I went on his page and yeah, looked yeah. the same the same video. Oh my goodness gracious! There were uh, straight out fights. Oh yeah, there was the like leaders. way more comments. So we need to take note, like like yeah. post something super inflammatory, and then you get engagement. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so specifically, he was talking about the youngest generation that's currently in the workforce. Yes, called Generation Z. Generation Z and sort of some of their needs or some of the ways yeah. they they engage in work. But let's let's start yes. just by like giving a quick overview okay. of the the yeah. generational boundaries and the tags of them because mm. okay. Um, okay. Well, well, that's... well you and I kind of nerd out about it a lot. Maybe not everyone knows about it. So, yeah. okay. Uh so the kind of like the four main generations that yes. are currently in the workforce right. are there are four generations in yep. the workforce right and now, which is worth saying. Actually, I, there there is actually um, uh, a bit of an argument that there's five because oh. there's some of the oh, oldest yeah. generation, like yeah. that are in their later seventies, mm-hmm. that are like yes. literally still hanging on. Yes, you're wor- <laughs> you're you're absolutely right. I know a number of them. Two percent of them, in fact. Two percent oh, of the workforce is that. Somebody was visiting with the Google. <laughs> so, but let's just focus on the core. Okay. So, it kind of starts the the baby boomers, right? Yep. Right. So, the baby boomers are like born six, like nineteen forty six to nineteen sixty four. Okay. Um, the and the one of the things that I think is really interesting about generational uh, these sort of uh, 
I don't know, archetypes or mm-hmm, I don't want to mm-hmm. call them stereotypes, but they yeah. kind of are. Archetypes. Are archetypes better. is that yeah. they're usually shaped by a significant event. So oh, yeah, when right, you see right, these right. generational um, behavior changes, mm-hmm. um, they're not just because, you know, whatever, 40 yeah, years like has, it. yeah, like 40 yeah. years has elapsed and now we're just going to name the next chunk of people something else. Right. Um, it's usually shaped by significant events in that group of people's lives. Okay. Yep. Right. Yeah. So the baby boomers, um, you know, who are now what, like that'd be mid seventies. I don't do public math on that, but it'd be it'd be mid seventies, like well, yeah. and even on the younger side, they're probably in right. sixty. Right. Right. Sorry, that the oldest would yeah. be like a mid seventies, right, to mid sixties. Yep. Um, but they were shaped by like the Vietnam War, right, civil right. rights movement, like mm-hmm. Watergate, which was yeah. like political <laughs> corruption, right, right, right. Um. So those are the things that have shaped their thinking. And what I always like, sometimes you give, I give baby boomers a little bit of hard time for being like a little bit too like stodgy, stodgy, money hungry, materialistic, Mm -hmm. um, just trying to climb the corporate ladder. Yeah. But the ironic thing about a huge chunk of them is they're like straight up hippies. That yeah. were like fighting the Vietnam, like like anti-war. They're having peace protests. They're having like lovins in Yosemite. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> so. It's funny how like a little bit of my generation, which is like the next one, kind of like gives them a hard time, even though they're probably you aspire not, to all of that. They're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but. Okay, so that's that's what shaped them. So then next is Gen X. Yep. Is which is what we are, like born mm-hmm. in between sixty five and eighty, nineteen eighty. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this like in the middle. Um and the interesting thing with the Gen X population is that there's fewer of Gen yeah. Xers than boomers and the generation that's next, which is the millennials. Seriously? Right, because okay, that's that's weird. Yeah, it's there's like it's like a hmm. it's a big popul it's like a significant percentage population dip from wow. for Gen Xers, and okay. the reason is is because there's a lot of boomers because mm-hmm. the generation before them came back from like mm-hmm. World War uh, Two, right? Had a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, We'll go into how that works in the next pod. And then, um, and then those, so then the, those are the boomer kids. That's why yep. it's called the baby boomers because okay, there's a big yep. population right. yeah, boom. Yeah, there's a big boom. Mm-hmm. The kids of the boomers are actually the millennials. Oh. And that's why in the oh. middle, because the kids of the Gen Xers are actually. You know, it's kind of, it's like uh, interlaced. It's going, you know, it's going yeah, kind yeah. of ping-ponged. Yeah. So, huh. but anyway, the, the thing that 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 shaped the Gen Xers are like the AIDS pandemic, mm-hmm. the fall of the Berlin Wall. Right, um, right, Like the right. dot-com boom, which mm-hmm. was like, we didn't really have this tech stuff. And yeah. then boom, all here it all comes. And then it all comes like crashing down and uh, yeah. fin- fantastic. Um effects and you know that kind of shapes how we 
how we think. Do you think all of that came crashing down because everyone stopped what they were doing and really focused on 80s music? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) In any technological way they possibly could. (laughs) Yeah. Like this Apple IIe and Aquanet (laughs) is awesome. (laughs) I cannot believe that that wasn't at the top of your list. I I just had to make sure that was in there somewhere. Um, 80s music. Yep. Well, so the interesting thing um, the, about the, the, the Gen Xers yeah. is just because of the time period, that time period, um, like it kind of causes, like I, I exhibit this like a crazy amount, like very skeptical, pretty much everything. <laughs> I think that's your personality. Nope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can sorry. blame it on the archetype. <laughs> Um, but independent, informal, kind of flexible. Mm-hmm, those are mm-hmm. just the, the words that, that, mm. that people use to describe the Gen Xers. Really? So, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. That's, um, so then the millennials, right? Yeah. So when, when I was kind of, I don't know, in my early career, the big thing was, oh, how are we dealing with these millennials, right? Oh, yeah, I All know. these kids yeah. are coming yeah. in, right? Yeah, All these yeah. dodgy old people are Crazy like, kids. Oh, I'm like, Dude, the millennials are great. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were born eighty-one to two thousand. Okay. So. Yep. And um, hmm. they were shaped by things like Columbine, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of had to deal with this new sort new of reality. uprising, or yeah, yeah, reality of how 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 kind of violence can at a very small local level, mm. right? Yeah. Like the baby yeah. boomers may maybe need to deal with something like Vietnam war a whole but that was war. happening way far away mm-hmm. even though it was still horrible it wasn't right. as close to home but the millennials have to deal with with violence that are mm-hmm. at their school right mm-hmm. so that that really should, and 9-11 right yeah, threats yeah. at home which I right. think is a very different um has a very mm-hmm. different effect on people right and of course Right. Internet right, right, all right. the time. <laughs> yes. Which like, should be at the top of the list, kind of like 80s music. Right? Yeah, they didn't know the world without the internet. So yeah. um, you and I can remember the world without the internet. They cannot. Right. Right. So, um, but the interesting thing about the millennials is like, um, they're they're really like kind of civic and open-minded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they are like achievement-oriented mm-hmm. still. Yep. Um which is which is like you know pretty motivating um you know i don't know if you remember this the thing that we'd always give you know a hard time to millennials about yeah. is that they never move out of their parents basement <laughs> yes <laughs> poor millennials poor millennials but i work with a ton us. of millennials and i can they tell are you they are rock stars awesome. <laughs> i know and then the youngest generation okay born 2001 to 2020 Okay. So, right. So your kids are millennials. Yes. Our, right? our kids are millennials. Yeah. My kids are Gen Zers. Uh-huh. Right. Because they were born. My oldest was born in 2005. Okay. So they're not in the workforce. Well, actually, they are kind of in the workforce. They yeah. Part time. They have yeah. their part time first Yeah. They're jobs, sandwich right? kings at Subway. Yeah, exactly. And, right. Yes. <laughs> they're starting. Oh, Elliot. I didn't tell you this. Elliot got a job at the movie theater Ooh, right? oh my gosh what, what a, a fun I know, job right? 
<laughs> oh, that'd be such an think about that. It's like the best teenager job. It's yeah, like you can skulk around in the dark. Yeah. yeah. Skulk around in the dark. <laughs> With snacks. What could possibly be better? <laughs> so this younger generation, mm -hmm. um, the things that you know have shaped their life right. so far, you know, they're yeah. um like kind of at best, they're probably what was I make it like in their early twenties? Yeah, right. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, at the oldest. At the um, oldest. So they kind of have to deal with life, um, kind of after the nine eleven stuff, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They kind of yep. that's that kind of stuff's like the more like reality than an event. Um, they have had to go through the Great Recession, which was in mm -hmm. the mid two thousands. Yeah, right? was that seven, eight, yeah. nine, something like that. 2008 yep. yep so that whole they had to experience a fairly significant economic slowdown even the mm -hmm. millennials really didn't mm -hmm. right 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 um and um not only have they had the internet their entire life they have probably had a like a smartphone yeah since they were a, a personal toddler. device a personal <laughs> had, electronic yeah. device they've had the entire intelligence of the human race yeah in their hand since yeah. um yeah. you know since they since were in they the were born. crib <laughs> yeah i mean stuffed in their face for a babysitter and all sorts of things yep. you're right yeah it's true yeah so that's uh that's pretty interesting how like you know we've said a bunch of times now like technology can really shape mm -hmm. generations yeah so well and it's interesting when you think about the what you've just described is how each one of these generations has grown up because then you toss them all together in a setting in which they all must coexist mm -hmm. not as family members but as co-workers yeah or colleagues yep and the dynamic is really really different yeah and there's there's this like from a work perspective i see a, a lot of differences you know uh our 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 older baby boomer uh teammates are kind of like yeah it's a nine to five yeah you know we're, yeah, yeah they're fairly i've done like, my dues i'm i don't need to i can come when i want but i will well, be here to check i mean they do they do have that yeah and they do have like um but the other thing that they have this mm -hmm. is I've noticed this is super key is they mm -hmm. the baby boomers will act like that for them. But what they'll expect out oh, of totally. the younger generation oh, 100 percent different. You come in, you yeah. work, you do what uh, I did. You do. Yeah. You pay your dues. I, yeah, I've heard that a couple of times. Same no, here. you can't. You can't just jump up like three levels in your career. Right. You got to grind it out and pay your dues. Right. And, right. and exactly. like the younger generation is like, what? Um, Dude, I'm way, I'm like a way smart computer programmer. I'm not going to sit here and grind it out. I'm just going to skip up to the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a huge disparaging difference in thought that yep. way without question. Yep. And the baby boomers are totally, totally okay with like sacrificing. You know, that's kind of part of their DNA. I feel like it's like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no, if yeah. I want to get ahead, I will sacrifice the things that outside yeah. of work I might find important, but that's how you get ahead. Right. Like, like it used to be like, oh, if you want to come and work for our firm and you want to end up here, well, you have to first be shipped off to some other state for two mm. years yeah. and do all these things and prove yeah. that you are valued enough 
for us. And then you can come back and have that job after yep. you've done that. So it is, it's all about the paying your dues and climbing the corporate ladder. I mean, yep. yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But I mean, it's not bad. I mean, there's some, there's some no. values there, but like Actually, there, that's this... a, turns into a little bit of a culture clash. Well, at, oh, that's a really good phrase. You know what I was going to say about this whole thing is what I feel sad about, legitimately sad about, is that we have lost our capacity to fully look at things that aren't our opinion or our reality. We've It seems that we've lost our way in being able to look at something hmm. different, hear something different, and observe it rather than judge it. And it's really sad because... Um, and, and I, I just think this is the case in so many topics right oh, now. And we've talked yeah. about that, you know, politics, you talk about religion, you talk about sexual orientation, you talk about anything. And there's such divide. And it's, it's just, I feel sad about that in the yeah, same thing as I do with these generations. <laughs> you're going to get me all riled up. Okay. You know why? <laughs> why? You know why this happens at work? You know what that exact thing happens at work mm -hmm. is because like uh is because people don't feel safe yes it's a safety yes. issue and so like the thing that i work so hard on all the time is and we've got some baby boomers um like i mean you know i'm steve right steve's yeah, kind of right. steve is yep. my uh yep example boomer yeah i don't think he listens to the pod i'll let him know he was on because he's a because he's a boomer <laughs> um but he does to his credit, he will say things that are sort of boomer-like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and as soon as I call him on it, even the littlest bit, he's like, oh, nope, you're right. We have wow. to be more open about that. We have to be more flexible about that. Wow. Um, yeah. But it's because I have spent so much time saying, yeah. hey, Steve, this other way, it's okay. No one's getting fired. We're going to try yeah. it. If it doesn't work, we'll do something else. Right. right. But, but there are so many work environments where it doesn't feel safe to advocate for a different way right. or um yes exactly. you know, really changing anything or or even or being quietly more... even quietly yeah. stating that you're not in agreement with how something yeah. is that is like huge flame yeah. now it's a right. huge gas can and flame now so and to it's me, so sad it's the only way we can move forward with those kinds of conversations mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. and um you know being more accepting of lots of different work styles right um is to make sure we're providing like us as employers as mm -hmm. businesses as, right. as as business owners and c-level executives mm -hmm. running these organizations that we're really focusing on um like emotional safety right Right. And, right. I'm, ta and like, boy, I'm not talking oh about physical safety. I'm talking about like emotional yep. safety and emotional yes. safety is like, if I share my opinion, I'm not going to get fired. Right. If, if I want to try something right. new, I'm not going to get fired. I mean, I'm not it really is a lot of task. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get yelled at by my manager. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to get yep. punished, demoted, whatever, right. like Shamed. a whole host Shamed. of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it, you know, like even with the Simon Sinek video, the comments were they he got they took after simon mm -hmm. it was unreal I, like i've never seen that before they were like how could you say these things and literally in his talk he was simply describing what is without oh, yeah. any judgment so, whatsoever 
we skipped over what that video was about because oh. I went on this giant rant about what the uh, <laughs> generations are. So oh, yeah. Simon specifically class? was talking about um, the youngest generation, Generation mm -hmm. Z, mm -hmm. um, and how they show up at work. Yeah. Um, and some of the interesting things that he was calling out about this younger generation um, is that they're not very good at dealing with stress. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, hey, this isn't yeah. like a, a critique or dig. No, he wasn't judging. He's like, this he is just kind of an is judgment. thing. This is like an observational thing. Yeah. They struggle with dealing with stress. Yeah. Um, they're really like avoid conflict or confrontation to yes. like an extreme, like yes. to an extreme. Yeah. Like he, like he used the example that if somebody was feeling uncared for at work, that they would rather quit their job and find a new one than yeah. go and say, I don't feel good here. Like, Or he even said, like, even if they feel underpaid, yeah, they won't even go ask for a raise. They'd yep, rather just, just quit and try to find a new job when the mm -hmm. employer would happily just give them a raise if they asked for it. Right, 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 right. right. By the way, you, you, you gave that overview of what the... Um, what the video is about, but you didn't say one thing that I think needs to be added. You said he was sort of observing this younger generation in the mm. workforce, but I would also say that he was doing it from the premise of we must give them space. Yeah, How so we'll we dive hold... into that. Let's dive into yeah. that in a second because I want to yeah. hear what your definition of that is. Yeah. Um, the other thing that he kind of observed was what he called emotional unprofessionalism. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which it's like, to me, it's like they're so wearing... perfect. I love that phrase. Right. Yes. And it's like they just wear their emotions on their sleeve. They like yeah. come into work. Yes. Whatever. They had a bad, super grumpy, slips in the chair. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, previous generations would just like suck yeah. it up, pretend, like pretend it's not happening. And now mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's good or bad because, like, I, I mean, you and I are big advocates of you know, making sure you're like in touch with your emotions and well, you're expressing yes. them, but there is a limit, right? So yeah, you're not leaking your emotions like, all over everyone. Maybe That's there's an the appropriate place to do yes. it and an inappropriate mm -hmm. place. Yes. Like, just like you wouldn't show up to the meeting without pants on, you should also not <laughs> <laughs> like barf your grumpiness all over the meeting. <laughs> so <clears throat> what he was talking about was, okay, so we've got, we've got this, you know, conflict avoiding emotionally unprofessional mm -hmm. um group that's not dealing with stress very well and what they're seeking out is a place for that to go mm -hmm. and he, and his assertion was that the place it was going was the other empathic people in the organization right. yes mm -hmm. so the ones who are able to sense that energy are really good you know shoulder to cry on good listener right. yeah absorb everybody else's absorb, stuff yeah um and those people yeah yep. are getting super burnt out right so it's right. actually not the ones yeah. that are kind of overly emoting it's the ones that are kind of receiving right all of that emotion you know at this point i have to also say that i um i asked for 20 somethings to watch this video and feedback and what was very interesting is the comment that one of them made regarding that exact thing, um, that all the empathic people are the one absorbing everybody else's mm -hmm. self, everybody else's stuff. Um, that person's response was, 
well, that is an unhealthy person that hasn't seeked any support or help in therapy. And I was like, whoa. So even, <laughs> okay. okay, so, yeah, but even like, at that noted, age. Like, totally, I get that. But also, that's a, that's a tough position. Yeah, but see right there. So like you even look in this, it, so this isn't just the 50-somethings in disalignment with 20-somethings. Like there's a whole thing going on even at that same peer group. Yeah. and how they respond to each other. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that we really need to pay attention to. Yeah, so Simon's, one of Simon's suggestions on what we can do about it mm -hmm. is to hold space for them. Yes. And actually, I was a little confused at what he meant by that. So mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you think he meant by hold yeah. space for them? I think that what he meant, and you know what? I think that's what happened with a lot of people that they didn't quite get that. Um, what I feel he means when he says that is we need to be patient and we need to be open and we, in, we need to allow the proper amount of interaction and time so that we can all work together to see mm. something change. And it's just, it's very much like if you look at like after a world war, yeah. all of the country bands together, what's good for one is good for all. I mean, and that's exactly what he's talking about. Even though we may not have anything huge like a war that just happened. Mm -hmm. Well, we're in, we have a war with Ukraine, but it's completely different. Um, I think he's just saying we need to come back together. And regardless of which generation we're in, regardless of um, our opinion. Hey, just not to, to remind you of the obvious, but we did just go through an entire global pandemic. Yeah, we did. That was the that's, thing. That, that was the, the, <laughs> the thing that's not on this Gen Z list yet, but should be very oh, shortly. It would be yeah. COVID pandemic. That totally yeah. shapes this generation. Yeah, right, right, right. The pandemic. Hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I just I think that's what he meant. I think he was just saying we need to be able to talk about this. We need to be able to work together. We need to be able to continue even if it's uncomfortable or makes us upset mm. or we see things in the workplace that bother us we need to hold space for us to continue to work through this mm -hmm. um i think that's what he's saying yeah i agree i, I agree with that i mean yeah. patience patience with it yeah. will will pay off yeah yeah um, i i just thought it was such a great a great um two minute like I always yeah. feel like he's amazing at being able to take this whole huge thing and like parse it down into the simplest of descriptions yeah. that are so eloquently stated yeah yeah well I um I really like working with a whole variety of different mm -hmm. generations mm -hmm. um I do too you know, I I find value in all the different kind of points of view yeah um, and like, really like, and frankly, kind of like world views, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. the way people see the world as, as from, from young to old. Um, and again, you know, we're kind of talking in stereotypes, but I see boomers that see the world a lot like a millennial sees it. Yeah. Based oh, on yeah. The, you know what yeah, I mean? It's course, like, so this is not like a one size fits all thing. No, um, no, of course not. But to me, having a variety of world views mm -hmm. in an organization makes for a stronger, healthier, yes. um, and if like more compact to me, more, like a more competitive, smarter business. Right. So, and, and you know what, also what I would say is one thing that we forget all the time and it's unfortunate, um, 
But but the truth of the matter is what happens to one of us happens to mm. all of us. And we have a false sense of security that if we see somebody else in a bad situation or another group in a bad situation, if we steer clear or if we have a movement in an opposite direction or whatever, that we're creating safety and security for ourselves. Mm -hmm. The truth of the matter is, is that's not how it works. It's just not how it mm -hmm. works. We have to be in partnership as an entire human human culture. We have to, and um, and we can we can chase around and pretend like that doesn't exist, and we can parse ourselves out into every single core group that you want to, but the same reality is still underneath it all. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. This is a fun conversation. I like talking about this stuff. Yeah, I know. We could probably it is. go and... on and on. I think we just like <laughs> scratch the surface of it, but yeah, exactly, exactly. We should probably drop the uh, that podcast link in in the description. We'll put it in the show notes, and I'll put this other article I found in the show notes too, because okay, it talks cool. about the differences in the workplace, which is really good. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, sounds cool. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.